Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Mainland Podcast, episode number 145. We talk about all things Orlando City because someone has to. Orlando Pride <laughs> and uh, Orlando City B. Uh, I'm Michael Citro. I'm the founder and managing editor of our uh, illustrious SBN website. And uh, joining me as always, David Rowe up in Tallahassee getting ready for a hurricane. How you doing, Dave? Uh, well, as you say, getting ready for a hurricane. Your namesake, Hurricane, I'll have you know. Thank you very much for not doing something about that. Yeah, you know, I feel pretty honored that they named a hurricane after me, but I don't know what it says about me. Uh, I'm not sure yet either. I'll let you know after tomorrow. But in all seriousness, Dave, uh, here's my, my hurricane protocol. Okay, go ahead. I stock up on uh, things like Pop-Tarts and granola bars. And the night before a hurricane hits, I always order some pizzas because they'll stay good for a couple of days, even with no refrigeration. And hey, pizza. Okay, that's good. That's good. Um, we went by the, uh, the Costco and um, got some uh, beer and dog food because you know we got dogs and we want them to be fed as well mm-hmm. uh but most importantly beer and some wine because uh, we're floridians so you know when when a hurricane comes you you get booze far out all right but in all seriousness be safe and i hope you get through the storm okay well that's why we're i'm glad we're doing this tonight not you're not trying to make us do it tomorrow night because it might not have worked yeah i can't do it i, I couldn't do it wednesday the, the, my initial thought was do it wednesday this week and then nope oh, u.s women are playing and uh, because i'm we're put, putting the final touches on getting our house listed and it should be listed by um end of day tomorrow nice. so uh yeah hey anybody want to buy a house we got a, we got a nice one here in orlando um and we would like to sell it to you <laughs> they get a, do they get if they mention the podcast do they get a a, a break on the uh, price yeah if you if you are uh, if you're a fan of the podcast uh i will i will pay the hoa for the remainder of the calendar year How about oh that? that's pretty there you go that's a good deal yeah cool yeah not not a bad deal that's 400 bucks that's not nothing that's not nothing so 
Anyway, um, we should probably talk about soccer. I, do we have to? I mean, it is Orlando City. Do we have to talk about soccer? Do we have to talk about Orlando City SC? Um, all you need to know, Dave, is it's another loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's another shutout loss. So that's four uh, games without a goal now for Orlando City. Uh, you knew they weren't. We we said it that they're not going to score a goal last week, didn't we? Yeah, pretty sure we did. Because they've still never scored a goal against uh, FC Dallas. Um, yep. So Dallas wins it 2-0. Um, actually, a pretty good first half for Orlando City. Um, you know, a couple of decent chances for each team. Uh, very evenly played game. I know the cynics out there will say, well, that's because FC Dallas didn't play very well in the first half. But no, I, I thought Orlando City played pretty well in the first half. Uh, the defense was good, despite no Jonathan Spector. Uh, he's got some a little bit of a back strain, so they held him out. Shane O'Neill played in his place, and I thought Shane O'Neill played very well for for me. I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it. He was my man of the match. Um, it had to be somebody defensive because there really wasn't much of a, an attack. Um, El Munir hit the post early in the game on, on one of the better chances. Uh, there were a couple shots that were well saved, one from Yoshi, uh, Sasha Kleshton on a free kick. Um so some good, some decent chances for both teams, uh, but really just Dallas just a little bit better. And in the second half, they came out, imposed their will a little bit, and um, took a, took the control of the game with two goals in about an eight-minute span, I That's think it was. And uh, 2-0, that's really all you need to know. There was a there was a really unnecessary weather delay with 10 minutes to play. Um, they had like an hour uh, delay for lightning, and uh, because lightning is just like every game now, like every <laughs> every game, every sport, there's a lightning delay. Uh, yeah. like apparently, there's way more lightning now than when I was a kid or they've just figured out it's dangerous or something. I don't know. But suddenly well, light, lightning is all the rage. Well, we didn't we didn't wear bike helmets when we were kids and, <laughs> you know, other things like that. So, I'm, I'm, you know, airbags weren't a thing. So yeah. well, I, went, I went, I sat through uh, several college football games in thunderstorms, and I just always assumed that those really giant antennas for the stadium would attract any little antenna in the area instead of my seat in the middle of, you know, 100,000 other seats. So what it asked you know, is they just didn't ten, care about you. Yeah, I don't know. Ten, but I assume, <laughs> you know, lightning's going to gonna strike usually a big lightning rod-like object that is sticking out of the top of a building that is way up higher than you is usually going to be what attracts the lightning. I do understand that, um, you know, a lot of today's stadiums have a lot more metal uh, than this yes. was more of a big concrete monstrosity that I used to go to. So, uh, and, um, you know with all the metal it doesn't have it just hits the stadium and then every single person in the building is electrocuted that would that would happen at, that would totally happen at a ucf game yeah it's just... <laughs> a big metal stadium so um anyway and 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 then and then they're all wearing armor because they're the knights and then it's even worse so. niggets um monty python uh anyway oh no i got it <laughs> yeah well, that's for the that's for the People that are not our age that listen to People the people are not our age, right? Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, there was a, an hour-long weather delay, and then they came back and played ten minutes, and uh, Orlando City again got on the front foot a little bit, but didn't score, and two-nil was the final. Another loss. That's like one win out of I think twenty-two games now. Twenty-one doesn't matter. It's awful either way, and no unprecedented really uh, futility for Orlando City. So uh, yeah, Shane O'Neill was my man of the match. Do you have a man of the match, Dave? Yeah, yeah, Shane. Um, like you said, 
played well. Uh, when when we're not scoring goals, it, it certainly is not going to be anybody on the other side of the, of the pitch. So um, it, it's it the, the entire thing is a bit of a farce at this point. So it's it's hard to it's hard to feel good about it. it you know, like you said, okay, first half, yeah, you know they played fairly well, but uh, to give up. I don't think they gave up, but to give up two goals and, and it just end like that. And mm-hmm. even though we both predicted it, I mean, you actually predicted the exact score of two, nothing. And well, that, I, that'll never happen again. Yeah. It was just unfortunate because they, they had played well. The back line played well. Lamine Sané stepped up to try to intercept a pass and he didn't quite get there. And that yeah. allowed Dallas to get in behind with uh, some numbers, and then uh, it allowed a free shot from the top of the box, and that made it 1-0. And then later, uh, Yoshi gave up a free kick uh, in a really dangerous area, and it was one of those curling back post free kicks where you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. It's like mm-hmm. the keeper is stuck going, okay, if I don't play the runners, it's going to go in the back corner, and or if, if they don't play the runners, it's going to go in where I was standing. If I play the, if I, if I do play the runners, it's going to go in the back corner. And in this instance, it, it got headed and it still went in the back corner. <laughs> it was like the, right. the runner came in and headed it right to the exact spot where it probably would have gone had no one touched it. So, um, one of the, one of the ones you just can't really prepare for because you can't, you can't cover both. You either have to, deal with the oncoming rushers, which 99% of the time they are the danger or that other percent of the time, uh, it just goes straight in the back post if nobody touches it. In this case, somebody did touch it and it didn't really change the trajectory, uh, trajectory. So two nil didn't matter. could be a hundred nil. could be one nil. doesn't matter. It's a loss. It's, it's, it's a shutout. And, and it's not like a goal differential is going to matter at this yeah. point anyway. So I do want to point out the fact that we've kind of not been, uh, really stating in all this many terms we have said it in in more subtle ways but dave orlando city just sucks <laughs> yes they really do it's it's i was about to say it, the only way you're still watching this is if you are indeed a fan or if you're writing or podcasting about the team um <laughs> it's so bad we, it's just we've got to watch it yeah we we've got to watch it the things this this comes down to the things we do for you the readers and the listeners it, we watch really orlando does. city matches for you so yeah I that's mean, that's that's bottom line is the team is awful and it doesn't even matter if they play well or if nope. they play poorly the results are the same and yep. It doesn't seem to be any way out of the abyss this season. I mean, it's I've, it's gotten to the point where I would be shocked if the team scored a goal this season the rest of the way, let alone got a win. Oh, a win. Pfft. Yeah, so, no. So, um, I mean, even a goal in these last four games would be a welcome sight. Um, yeah, how much are you wishing that, yes, uh, that game was the it, done, the season was done? Oh, I didn't even want to watch the game. No, I, I, mean, I knew what would happen, and I and I, I have to say that they again get your hopes up with a good first half, but it, you knew what was going to happen going in. We predicted what was going to happen going in. It yep. happened. It wasn't any surprise, and I didn't want to watch it happen. You know, it's like yep. it's like I know that guy who's standing on the edge of the cliff is going to fall, 
and I, I can't look away. And I don't want to see him fall, but it's going to happen. And I just can't turn my head. And, and just like that, we don't even get the joy of being right. No, I hate it. I wanted to be I wrong. I hate being right. I want to be wrong. Like, we've, we've won it so many times this season. We have said, how many, uh, how, the listeners have to be tired of us going, until you can prove that you can win, we're not going to pick you to win. And they keep losing. Uh, like, the entire season, we have been, prove us wrong, please. And they haven't done it. So, um, are you ready for more bad news? Oh, sure. Why not? I got a hurricane coming. Why not? Okay. So, there will be no uh, Mohamed El Munir, no Yoshimaru Yotun. <laughs> <laughs> and no Amro Tarek available for the next game due to international duty. And mm-hmm. uh, no Dom Dwyer because of yellow card accumulation. Mm-hmm. And then the game after the uh, international break, there'll be no Yoshimaru Yotun because of yellow card accumulation. <laughs> so I don't know who's playing. You might be playing, Dave. Uh, well, you know. Depending on what happens up here, I might have to move to Orlando after this hurricane. So, you know, uh, sure. I mean, at this point, I mean, my tired old butt out there, I don't think it's going to make a difference one way or the other, honestly. Because we we have some injury issues again. Uh, Yuri Rossell, uh, one of those players who uh, picked up a knock in training, um, not expected to be long-term, but he's out. And... Um, Adam Grin was dealing with an infection in his hand, I think. He's he, he had to miss after, you know, getting a shout-out in his first game, uh, first MLS uh, start. Um, Pierre De Silva picked up a knee injury in training. Um, who am I missing? There's a couple other uh, minor – oh, um, uh, just a couple other. Villarreal picked up a, a knock. I mean, there's a couple oh. other. Cam Lindley has an infection that he's been dealing with. So – uh, everybody that thought it was the trainer, well, they tra- they 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 changed trainers and got a new guy, a new medical guy, and these are still happening. So, what do you make of that? I say, move the stadium off the ancient Indian burial ground, uh, where it obviously is, because it's and it's see, a cur- you know, get every anti-hex, anti-curse, anti-voodoo um, thing going that you can, and let's figure out how to reverse this. I, I was going to say that I they have to, uh, whoever picked up the uh, tiki totem that Greg Brady stole from the surf, uh, they need to go give it back to the Hawaiians so that uh, the bad luck goes away because this is ridiculous. Didn't they determine at the end of that episode that it was actually good luck? Did they? Uh, I that my my memory's fuzzy because that Brady bunch. I mean, all Brady bunches are ancient, but yes. Um, the last time I saw it was at least twenty years ago. I know, and, but you can still hear the sound in your yeah, head. Yeah, the little the little music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It like they they came to realize that like oh no, but if you hadn't had that on like you know he otherwise this would this would have killed him and this happened because I don't know I I'm getting that sense okay that it was a good that it was actually good luck in the end instead of all right so luck. instead uh i need scoob and shag and the rest <laughs> of the mystery man crew to come in and rip the mask off of flavio and figure out that he's actually the old crusty guy that owned the amusement park because he's <laughs> something something's going on old man mcgillicuddy oh my gosh uh, yeah um <laughs> 
And um, it was you know great. It's bad. You know it's bad when we use this many 1970s references. Well, we want something a little newer. Uh, there was a great spoof of the uh, Tiki Idol Brady Bunch on Phineas and Ferb. Oh, yes, I saw that. that uh, where the, at the end it, it, it was uh, the actual, um, you know, the thing that buzzes when your table's ready. <laughs> <laughs> there were like a bunch of these things. <laughs> It was really awesome. Um, okay, that's enough of that, and that's enough of talking about uh, the FC Dallas game, which is now over. Uh, which we, we, we did our best to not talk about. Yeah, I mean, there's, there was there was nothing really of note. I mean, I, I gave you every bit of action in the game in like a three-second span. Pretty much. So anyway, uh, the annual shutout loss to Dallas is over, uh, and now we get to turn our attention to a road game at New England against the Revolution. You may remember the Revolution came to Orlando, and it was a 3-3 draw. Remember goals, Dave? No, actually, I don't. It's, well, um... that, they, they happened in the New England game at home. It was a goal fest for this team. <laughs> yes, but that was at home, and that was That is true. Ago. It feels like so long ago. It wasn't on the awesome carpet of Gillette Stadium, which is where they're going to yeah. play on Saturday. Um, it's not it's not looking good uh, because Orlando City will be on the field. So it's probably going to be a loss. Um, well, most of Orlando City is yes. on the field. As we just mentioned, some of them won't be. I, I mean, I, I hate that this is going to be like, we always talk or joke about how short this is going to be. This is really actually going to be short because we're already in our preview for this weekend. And we're only, <laughs> we've only been doing this uh, for like, you know, 16 Ten minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, not long. <laughs> so, yeah, this is going to be short. I hope there's some questions from the listeners. I only know of one. But um, I, they, you know. no, I think I think they, they did it all last week. And the, this week they're like, oh, we did too many. We'll leave them be this week. Yeah, maybe that's true because I got one and it's not going to take long to answer. Um, OK, so Dave, uh, New England, <laughs> there's 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 got to be uh. a key matchup and a score prediction from you. <laughs> Does there have to be? Again, we're not contractually obligated, but oh, this is God. just what we okay. do. OK, um. Uh, uh, I'm going to, because it doesn't matter what we say or do. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to just go that it all depends on whether Mueller scores a goal or not. <laughs> oh, was that serious? Yeah. Oh. I, when, I, when did he last score a goal in May, April? Yeah. I know, I know. That's that's why I'm 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 embracing the ridiculousness. So I'm saying it all depends on whether Mueller scores a goal. Uh, and um, my score prediction is uh, I'm going to go to the same score prediction as, as last week and say three nothing, New England. All right. So your key matchup is Chris Mueller against the goal. Is that what it yes. is? Yes. <laughs> scoring, scoring a goal. All right. And, I'm his gonna, inabil- and his inability to do so. All right. I'm going to say my key matchup for the New England game is going to be uh, Christian Pena again uh, against the flank players of Orlando City, and I will predict a two-one. Whoa. New England win. I. I mean, I'm somebody is going to. Maybe it's a New England own goal. I don't know. Maybe but it's Chris Mueller. Five five <laughs> games without a goal seems 
like something f- so futile that even Orlando City couldn't do it. I, I realize I just jinxed them in the oh. But you know what? At this point, you can't really jinx a jinxed team, can you? Uh, I don't think you can jinx them anymore, no. no. but It's going to have to be like a triple reverse jinx at this point. <laughs> I don't even know what I just you, said. Like Triple dog there. Yeah, I don't even know what it was I just said or what that would even look like. But that's no. just where we are in the season. There's only a few games left, and then we then we don't have to talk about them every week. We can talk about them monthly. Um, yeah, that'll be nice. And it it's such a far cry from where we were uh, oh, toward the end of April when we were really happy with the way things were going. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and listen to those just to remember what it felt like to be. Yeah, how, how, how naive how we were. How carefree. And just, <sighs> we just had no idea what was coming. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, those are the, those are your predictions and our, your key matchups for the New England Revolution hosting Orlando we were, City. Way back then, we were, we were the, uh, the, the people on the deck of the Titanic, just singing and dancing and, and reveling and drinking and having no idea that this giant iceberg was coming. And drawing you like your French girls. <laughs> French. I don't know what that accent was. I can't. I can't. Even, well, I can't even. Uh, exp- I can't explain that accent, and nor can I um, nor justify should, it. Sir. I can't even justify should, it, sir. Yeah. So uh, I'm. I'm going to go with a. Uh, it was a French Canadian accent done poorly by a Saturday Night Live actor. I didn't even say a. 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 Um, okay. So what else should we talk about? Um, Marta is a uh, finalist for the first ever women's Ballon d'Or. Uh, indeed. Yeah, so there's, there's something for the Orlando Pride fans to get excited about. She already won FIFA Player of the Year. Maybe, potentially, could be a Ballon d'Or winner. That would be... And, and honestly, at this point, if she... they, My thought is, she should get it just for the fact that she never had it all the years that she should have had it. And if this is going to be the you know inaugural one, give it to her, and then next year move on to whoever the hell they want to. That could be. I mean, that that's not a bad plan. I mean, it's the lifetime achievement award, you know, like on uh, the Oscars, yep. right? Yeah. Like, well, let's give uh, somebody an Oscar that didn't win any Oscars, but it was really great for many years, like Gene Hackman or somebody. Sure. Uh, and by the way, I have no idea if Gene Hackman's ever won an Oscar. Just off the top of my head, that was the first name that popped in. Sally Field. And I also don't know if he was ever the recipient of the Lifetime Achievement Award, for that matter. Uh, it could have been. That's why I went with the Sally Fields. You like me. You really like me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she did win, uh, like, for Best Actress. Yeah, I, yes, I know. That's yeah. why I was mentioning that. Okay. It was the speech. That was the speech. The speech. Sorry, I, I watched Smoking the Bandit recently, so. Well, that's a, a fine cinematic masterpiece. It's quite good. Yeah. Um, I'd much rather talk about that movie <laughs> than Orlando City SC at this point. Um, I'm really apologetic to our, our listeners because some Hush of you puppies, some of you may come here to actually hear us talk about Orlando City SC, and it's just gotten to that point now where there's just no point. It's we're talking, we're saying the same things week after week. Yep. Uh, there's no end in sight except for nope. the end of the schedule, and the end of the schedule is mercifully coming up in a couple of weekends. On a Sunday at New York Red Bulls, where the t- the Red Bulls will be perhaps still in the hunt for Supporter Shield, and it'll probably be something ridiculous like five nil. Um, yeah. I, th- I look, I think back to what was it last year when they lost like six one maybe on the the final game. 
if memory yeah. Oh yeah, uh, Union. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ugh, yeah. It was it was a, a a behind kicking of epic proportions, but um, that's where we're at right now. So I, I I really don't want to sell our listeners short or give them give them an exceptionally short podcast. But we're only again now we're only twenty some odd minutes in, and really the only thing left to talk about, Dave, is the Concacaf Championship in which uh, Alex Morgan and Ashlyn Harris have each participated now in one of the two games thus far. As, and as we predicted, the U.S. not really having trouble with the group play, uh, easily beating Mexico 6-0 and beating um, Panama 5-0 in a game that, honestly, if not for uh, Yenith Bailey, a 17-year-old goalkeeper who stood on her head, could have been, and I'm not exaggerating, 12 or 13 to nothing. Yeah, Bailey was exceptional. Um, I mean, let's absolutely give it up to that young goalkeeper because, like you said, it should have been much, much, much worse than it was. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you know, people will look at that scoreline and go, oh, she gave up five goals. No, 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 no. She gave up five goals because she saved countless other ones. I mean, it was it was her against the well against the entire US women's national team so mm-hmm. there you go she had at least 5 or 6 1v1 saves like she yeah. like i can i can distinctly remember two from Kristen press one from Mallory Pugh two from Carly Lloyd so that's five right there against some of the best in the world yeah i mean she was amazing and she uh, she made a tremendous reaction save on Car- Carly Lloyd could have had six goals she could have had a double hat trick in that game um, yeah. It was unbelievable that what she did, and I'm telling you, she. I, I wouldn't hate to see her in an Orlando Pride uniform next year. No, I was just thinking that. Uh, so whoever needs to be uh, making those phone calls, yeah. Well, um, that would be head coach. Um, 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 oh um, crap! What's his his um, or her name? Um, uh, oh yeah, head coach. Nobody. Nobody. Oh right. Uh, although, in fairness, we did get uh, some word that uh, interviews were taking place, and uh, potentially that might happen soon. Now that we have an OCB coach, we may soon have a coach for Orlando Pride. And, um, I mean, we think that James O'Connor is the coach in Orlando City. We think that he'll be back. Uh, but we assume yeah. he's only won one game, so I wouldn't say it's a sure thing. Uh, no, uh, uh, three games ago I would have said it was a sure thing, but at now, I mean, if this team doesn't uh, score a goal the rest of the year and he ends up with one victory, and 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 a and a scoreless streak to end the season of what would be what eight games, is there any is there any way they could justify bringing him back, bringing him back and saying, yeah, we're going to give you a full training camp, buddy. Cause you absolutely really... <laughs> there. No, there are, there are absolutely ways they can do that. Okay. Uh, mostly cause they're cheap probably. Well, that, and it would, despite what the feeling would be at the time, you know, if you got rid of, uh, of another coach, nobody's going to want to come here because there's no guarantee that you're going to be here past eight games. So Tuesday, no guarantee right. you're going to be here past Tuesday. Right. Like, you know, win the next <laughs> game and you're done. You know, I mean, pretty soon you're going to be coaching, Michael. That's that's what I'm getting at. That's really what this team needs is someone that has absolutely no idea what to do to point them in the right direction. Hey, you know what? We haven't tried that. 
as they used to or say, maybe, or maybe we have. I don't know. As they used to say in virtually every television show and movie, it's just crazy enough to work. It's just crazy <laughs> enough to work. Uh, but so you're we saying there's a chance. We have digressed. Uh, we were talking about the U.S. Women's National Team, <laughs> and I don't want to uh, to. Okay, so yes, up. back to the U.S. Women's so National they, Team. The team opened up with a six-nil win over Mexico. Uh, your your Orlando Pride striker. Alex Morgan, a brace against Mexico. Also a big night from Rapino, a couple of goals and at least one assist. Might have had two, I can't recall. Uh, they kind of are a blur. When you, they score that many goals, it, it's kind of a, it all just kind of blurs together. But um, easy win in the first one, easy win in the second one. Sitting on a plus 11 goal differential, has not conceded a goal. Uh, and at the top of Group A, uh, going into the final game against Trinidad and Tobago, which... This is not going to be a repeat of what happened to the men. This will be the women dismantling Trinidad and Tobago right. and going into the knockout round where I suspect only Canada uh, out of Group B will have a chance to actually give the U.S. Uh, some grief. The U.S. didn't play particularly well in terms of finishing. Uh, despite the fact that Bailey was awesome, they should have absolutely scored a few more. They did score another one that was waved off. Actually, two other ones that were waved off. One on an offside and another uh, on a play where Bailey got hurt. And the goal was originally stood until the referee went over and talked to the fourth official who determined that, uh, no, that's, you know what, that's five's enough. They don't need six. Right. And I guess that was the ruling because they let it play on. Because really, Bailey hit her own player. They, they You could say that there was contact with Carly Lloyd, but... The other player took her goalkeeper out. That was really what happened on the play. Yeah, and look, as well as they played, like you say, there, there could have been more goals than there was. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, this was one of those things where they, I guess it's, it's good. The U.S. Women's National Team met, and maybe. Even a little bit exceeded expectations, but the expectation for the teams they were playing is they should kick their butts. They really should. I mean, and the, the they, Con- and Con- they teams are not are not that good, other than Canada and the U.S. But right, there's a big a big talent gap, but it is starting to close. We're seeing these individual players like like Bailey, uh, who can actually really play, and and I think that that will continue as the women's game grows. Um, I think we're seeing what Jill Ellis's plan is for CONCACAF, and that is I, I believe we'll see the starters from Game 1 in Game 3 on Wednesday night. It'll be tonight if you get in the podcast when it drops. Um, I believe we'll go back to Game 1 starters against Mexico for Game 3. I believe that the semifinal match, which is expected to be against the runner-up in Group B, will be the, the Game 2 starters, so Ashton right. Harris and Kristen Press and Carly Lloyd. And Mallory Pugh, and then I, th- and then, and then, if all goes according to plan, the final will be the game one starters again. So I think we're seeing a full squad rotation. Can't be a full squad rotation reality because um, there's only 20 players on the roster, so that the math doesn't work for tra- trading out all 11. <laughs> <laughs> Last I checked, you're correct, yeah. sir. So, uh, but I think things are well in hand, kind of as we predicted, and I think the U.S. will. Um, not meet any resistance till the final against Canada. And then it, it, at that point, it doesn't really matter. I mean, you want to win it, but it doesn't matter because you're in the World Cup if you make the final. Because the top right. three teams uh, that finish in this uh, 
in this CONCACAF championship get automatic bids to the 2019 World Cup in France. I believe the fourth place team, so the loser of the third place game, uh, will still have an opportunity to play their way in. Yeah, so basically what we're saying is barring something really weird, and I don't mean U.S. men's national team losing weird. I mean really, really like uh, this hurricane suddenly not going where it's going weird. Um, they're going to be okay. We're talking Sharknado weird. We're talking I'm outside with a chainsaw yelling, I need a bigger chainsaw weird. It's pretty weird, Dave. Well, if everybody's seen Sharknado 6 or whatever it is, which I haven't, I just have a buddy at work that's seen it a billion times. I've only times. seen the first two. I, I stopped after two. They kind of started to... Oh, evidently, they get good again. They started to get a little too cute with the cameos and stuff, I thought. I, I mean, I take that back. I saw parts of three, but I didn't see the whole thing. But anyway, again, we digress because we don't really want to talk about <laughs> soccer right now. We are this is, you know, a psychiatrist would say we're, oh. we're avoiding, Dave. This is avoidance. We are, de- we are deflecting. Classic we are avoidance. Deflecting. And we're, we're, yep. we're, our psychosis is real. And um, we definitely need therapy after this season. There's no doubt. I, you know, the sad part is I still have an Orlando City background on my phone and on my tablet and on my computer. And it just kind of is there. I should probably, like, change it just to shock my system. Well, maybe – that's what's been jinxing this team all along. Is it? I will change it all tomorrow. Yeah. So, um, you know, before we get to our, our listener mail, which is actually the, the last bit of business we actually have, because we've already done the recap of the Dallas game, such as it was. We've already done our key matchups. Um, <laughs> we're, we're not going to subject any guests to this show. Uh, and plus, it's bad enough we're subjecting the listeners <laughs> plus, to it. Plus, my schedule was compressed this week, so I wasn't, uh, I, I did not actually have time to look for a guest or to actually fit in a guest interview because this is had to be really quick. We're 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 doing our normal Tuesday night recording, but starting much later than usual because uh, of my realtor being here earlier because of the aforementioned getting the house on the market. So. Uh, and then the U.S. women playing tomorrow yeah. and me probably not having power. Yeah, you probably not having power and, um, you know, all kinds of craziness uh, going on up there, Lord of the Flies style up in Tallahassee. Uh, but, yeah, the the game the game Saturday wasn't good. The game this Saturday probably won't be good. Uh, Dom Dwyer did for his, uh, all his, you know, getting a yellow card and all that stuff, he, he didn't even get a shot. He didn't even attempt a shot. Um, Yoshi was yeah. the only. Yoshi had three shots, got only one of them on target. Will Johnson had two shots, two shots on target. Kleshin had one shot, one on target. Uh, Chris Mueller attempted a shot. He finally attempted a shot, but it was blocked. Hey. Carlos Asquez uh, with a shot attempt. Mohamed El Munir hit the post. So, uh, yay, yay. <laughs> uh, that was that was the extent of the of the shooting gallery. It was. Uh, but, you know, neither team had a ton of shots. It was 12-10 Dallas. Uh, both teams got five on target. So, I mean, statistically very even. I mean, possession Dallas was 52.3%, so barely more than half. And a lot of that came in the second half. Um, right. Clearances, very, you know, even. Uh, I mean, a lot of, lot of, lot of tech, technically, statistically, a very evenly played game. The difference in the game was, of course, one team scored two goals and one team is Orlando City. 
that was indeed the difference. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, let's talk uh, all about our listener mail. Dave, Woo-hoo. I can't even be bothered to tell people how to ask us anything. Maybe you could do that for me this week. So you're going to want to go on the Twitter machine and use the hashtag AskTMLPC. And you're going to do that to at the mainland. That's hashtag AskTMLPC at the mainland. You can also go old school and email us at the mainland at gmail.com. That was spectacular. That was absolutely, uh, you know, broadcast quality. I was, that's what I was going yeah. for. All right. So uh, you can do that. And the other thing you can do is you could leave us a five-star review on iTunes, and we will read that on the air. But no one did that this week because no one is listening. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't blame Nobody them. wants to hear us talk about this team anymore. Well, I don't want to talk about this team anymore. Here's the good news. Is we've done very little talking about the team. That's true. We, we so moved on. Give us, a rev- give us a review about how we've not been talking about the team, and it's been great. Ask us anything, including Scooby-Doo and the Brady Bunch and Phineas and Ferb. Or 80s comedies, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Anyway, uh, let's see. Uh, while you look in the Twitters, because I haven't even looked yet today. I've looked at the Twitters, and there does not appear to be anything on the Twitters. All right, so that concludes. Uh, no. We do, have, <laughs> we do have a question through the email. I'm pulling it up as we speak, but my computer is very slow because it's been watching Orlando City Soccer Club this year, and it just and can't it's just deal with it. it. It can't, right, yeah, it's, it can't deal it's... anymore. It cannot even with you. <laughs> it's it's right there along with the rest of us. Yeah, it's um, it's depressed. Um, yeah, I'm even double. I'm double checking the twitters just to make sure, but no. <laughs> okay, so Lee Gavlik. Uh, oh, thank God for friend of the podcast, All right, Lee. Lee. All right, very simple question this week from Lee: Who's your favorite pro wrestler mm-hmm. of all time? Okay. You want me to go first, or you want to go first? Oh. Uh, either way, go ahead. All right, Lee, I'm glad you asked this question. My favorite pro wrestler of all time is the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. You want to be the best, you got to you want to be the man, you got to beat the man. Woo! Woo! <laughs> all right, that's 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 a good yeah. one. Honor, honorable um, mention uh, back in the days when there was the big uh, the the two wrestling communities that were both simultaneously uh, pretty hot pretty pretty good um, ratings for both WCW and WWF at the time. It wasn't WWE yet. I, I also kind of liked Goldberg. Okay. So. All right. Cool. Uh, for me, Bret Hart. Okay. The Hitman. He was yeah, the Hitman Bret Hart. He was part of uh, of of the Hart Brothers, and they were uh, intercontinental. Uh, you know, champs. Is that the Hart Foundation. Uh, the Hart Foundation, indeed. Okay. And um, and then he also. Won it, won the big one himself. Before all kinds of stuff went down in the WWE and he or WWF or whichever one it was at the time, and then he got kicked out and all kinds of drama there. And uh, so yeah, anyway, uh, the Hitman Bret Hart, that's my man. Are you a watcher of the uh, the gorgeous ladies of wrestling Glow, the uh, TV series? I, I have not. I've heard good things though. Outstanding show. I recommend it. 
Okay, very good. Yeah, so I, if you got the Netflix, you can watch it. I do have the Netflix, and assuming I have power tomorrow and I'm bored because I'm not at work, maybe I'll have to do that. Do you like the way I, I said that, like it's a disease? You got a case of the Netflix? <laughs> you, the Netflix. You, you got a case of the Netflix? Uh, came down I got with, a case of the Netflix, Dave, and it's, uh, Dave it's, came been down with, yeah. Dave it's came, been compounded by the Hulus. Dave came down with the Netflix this week. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Um, he's not going to make it on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Send cards and letters. <laughs> um, that's it. That's ask us anything. Oh God, thanks. Thank goodness. Thanks Lee. Uh, appreciate oh. it. Can you believe we've gotten almost 40 minutes out of this podcast? Uh, us? Yeah, I yeah. can believe us. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, we did dance around quite a bit, but that's it. Yeah, we're, well, done. We, we we're, did. we're done. We're done. We're done. That's it. We're going to, let's cut this thing off and let these people go. And ask us actually... anything. Again, ask TMLPC is your hashtag. Uh, our hash, our Twitter account is at the mainland. Uh, also, uh, you can email us the mainland at gmail.com. That's how you ask us anything. Please feel free to ask us anything for next week so that we don't have to talk about the lions. <laughs> yes, um, anything, please. Yes, let it give us something else to discuss. That will do it, Dave. Uh, Orlando City and New England Revolution will be back to talk about that uh, next week. I can't believe I predicted that oh, Orlando City would score a goal. I'm sure then I'll regret that. I can't be right two weeks in a row. Um, but we'll be back to talk about that. We'll also preview a midweek game the, the the week after against the Seattle Sounders, who, you know, at at one point this season I thought, hey, wait. They're probably going to beat the Sounders this year. And now the Sounders are good because they did this thing. See, they did this thing where they lost a ton of games and they were way below the playoff line. Uh And then you know how Orlando City fired their coach? Yeah. Well, Seattle did the opposite of that. And then they started winning games. And now they're a playoff team. And Orlando City did the coach firing thing. And they were in the playoffs when they fired the coach and then they've lost um, all but one game since then. It seems like we did something wrong. It's almost like if you're patient, maybe sometimes things work out. Nah, they can't be it. But it's definitely like changing the coach doesn't fix everything. We were led to believe that from many people on Twitter and many people in our comments section, uh, but it has not been proven to be the case. So, uh, which I'm sure the, the Orlando pride are about to find that out. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, we'll be back to talk about it all next week, Dave. So you can find Dave on Twitter at mainland Dave. You can find me on Twitter at mainland Michael. So it's nice and easy. All you got to do is simple. All you got to do is spell main M A N E like a lion's mane. And you, you can find us if you spell it the other way or any other way. If you spell it like Kenny Maine's last name, you will not find us because that's no. not how it's spelled. No. You got to spell things right on the interwebs to get to, to get to where you want to go, um, and then once you get there, you can completely misspell people's names in the comments section. Like poor Christine, right. poor Christine Nairn has five letters in her last name, and Ooh, nobody Nairn. nobody in our entire um, comment section can spell it correctly. Nairn. <laughs> yeah, they're spelling it N A R I N, which is incorrect, and I would be offended if I were Christine, but. She's probably a much bigger person than I am. She's probably a lot cooler than we are, even though I do know how to spell her name. I do, too. I kind of have to because I write about her quite often. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. All right. So, uh, please uh, read our stuff at themainland.com if you dare. 
this late in the season. <laughs> we triple dog dale there's, there's a chance that some of it might be funny or cathartic. There's, we're not guaranteeing that. There's a very good chance of that coming up. Um, also, you can uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and, uh, of course, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes, and we'll read it on the air. All the nice things you say about us. And we'll do it again next week. So that will do it for episode 145 of the Mainland Podcast. On behalf of David Rowe, I'm Michael Citro, signing off the way I always do by saying, Go City and Go Pride.